I'm over here now. Pardon the interruption, no need for introduction. It's the drunken monk. Turn this shit up a little, son. My bucket up in smoke, sipping Bacardi till I'm giving my car keys to Jimmy Ferrari. And we out, about to go jump in a mosh pit full of hundreds of hot chicks saying something obnoxious like, I gotta put my foot in your ass permit. When I'm done, I'll cook you in a Brooklyn blast furnace. We're over here now. Can you hear me? Yes, everybody can hear you. I told him to turn off the music. No, yeah, you well. Don't. It was a little loud in our jerk offs. I'm gonna have to get slapped. But listen, it's all right. I'll give that up to you. Everybody knows what I do here. I go to different spots, and if there's a little bit of background noise, you acclimate. It's all right. We could edit out a little bit of the background noise, or you could start getting up. He's leaving. He's leaving. Doofus. It's always a fucking doofus. What? There's always the one laugh now. Fucking doofus. I'm trying to catch that. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, <laughs> it's going to be I'm a good sorry, one. I'm sorry you saw that side of me. Oh, yeah. Well, come on. I'm going to tell you right now something about me, and uh, I can't fake the funk. I'm a bad actor. That's all right. Well, let me let me just say episode <laughs> 127 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace here with Ricky Powell. Oof. That's it. I'm not going nice. to have you introduce yourself. No, that's whatever, dude. Your show. My man. You're the dick cabinet of hip-hop. Am I? <laughs> like, who? <laughs> How old are you? 29? See, I knew I liked you, my man. I'm 44. Shut up. Yeah. I'm 44. Wow, good. You look good. Thank you. I'm pickled. Years of alcohol. Not no more, though. I've been wilding out myself. I just have good genes. Yeah, see, I think that's what we got in common. I'm 57 and three quarters. Well, you don't look 57, and I'm not just saying that either. I know, thank you. I'm a bad actor, too. I'm not going to fake the funk, my man. I appreciate (laughs) it. I know. I appreciate it. So now, when I hit you up... What's on your mind? You were telling me... Oh, I got that mad you, shit. That you got mad shit on your mind. Well, listen, life, you know, every day, you know, I'm a freelance, you know, free wheeling. I live day to day. Right. So, you know, every day, it can be predictable, it can be unpredictable. You know, you got to roll with the punches, so to speak. Sometimes I'm in a good mood, I'm in a good state of mind, positive, and other days I'm like... Gloomy, dim, mad, you know. Yeah. Depends, you know, kind of different things. It depends on different things. I just had a show in uh, Soho, G-Shock. I titled it something that I had a revelation. I was walking the street and I said, oh, I know what I am. I'm simply complicated. Yeah. Complicated, but simply complicated. And I was like, I think that's a good description of me. I get that. So, I mean, I really am a positive, good-natured person, but, you know, I always like to, like, exude that, but, you know, I've been scarred by, you know, jerk-offs, you know, negative, you know, people just male and female just, you know, bogarts trying to get over, and they don't care, you know, what they do or how they do it, and I get kind of like... You know. Now you want to get into that because that's a you're, you're painting with a broad brush. No, I'm just saying, just every day. I'm just you know, right now I'm in a good state and I got shit on my mind, of course. So right. I'm just gonna see what you know. You have to uh, 
I stopped glorifying rats. This guy. <laughs> it's kind of oh true. God, that's funny. You mean snitches? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not rodents, not the animals. Well, listen. I know how that that whole theory, but yo, if somebody did me wrong, I'll fucking drop a dime off <laughs> to their face. Yeah, to their face. I don't give a fuck. If somebody does me wrong, like I don't know. I don't know how valid horoscope is, but mm-hmm. you know, as a Scorpio, I'm very loyal and right. I like to just show love and all that. But if you do me dirty, oh, I, I get, get vicious, then I want you dead. Same here. Ooh. I mean, I mean, same here because because I, like like I don't know as far as like you just said how valid horoscopes and what your sign is or whatever. But I'm a Virgo. Okay, and, we get and, along. And yeah, and if you describe, you know, the description of a Virgo is me to a fucking team. Meticulous, neat, everything is organized, loyal, but then you could flip on me and then I, I'll cut you off in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna bring my vape to show you, and my new vape. Fuck, I forgot it. I had this little corny little thing. It's the only Damn. thing I got left. I left that shit at home. I meant to bring it. That sucks. It's all right. Are you far from here? I'll pause this and you can No, back. no. It's not that big That's how easy. Yeah, people, I'll just people compete there. It's no big deal. I like it though It's a good company Timeless It's a good product It's funny Because the shit just came out And all this shit About vapes Went sideways Yeah But my my company Does my shit They assured me It's all organic There's no like You know Bad shit in there So I'm just gonna wait Till the shit blows over And I'll be back out there But everyone I give one to They all say they love it It's mild Hey man How are you? Pretty good What's up man? You know, I always love giving, you know, people that work in spots, I like to give them a pound. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, yo, this, yo, this shit ain't easy, man. I know. It's not I easy. respect them. I so do I. Every time, there's one delivery guy in named Benny. He's been working here like 20 years. Yeah. Works six days a week. Quiet dude. Whenever I see him in the street doing runs, yeah. I salute him. Yeah. I'm like, Benny, I salute you. Yeah, without a doubt. People, I like a lot of people, you can tell a lot by somebody, I feel like how they treat the waiter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like how you treat the waiter, how you treat somebody. Like, like you don't get it, man. Like I work, I worked in delis and bagel stores. I'm going for serving years. The, serving the public. Yeah, and I that know. shit is not easy. True, I know. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Nah, I, nowadays I can't. I couldn't do it. Either. I used to be a busboy a lot, but like being a waiter. If someone gets stupid with me, I'm like... Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like Woody Allen and like Annie Hall. I'm like, I look at the camera, I'm like, you believe this jerk off? <laughs> talking, talking to me like that? Yeah. I'll fucking smack this motherfucker. Yeah, but I'll hop the counter on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Yo. did that once. I did that once a long oh, time. Oh, shit, I believe it. Yo, yeah, you're funny. Man. That's true. It's fucking, you're you know... Funny. Some dude at like 5 o'clock in the morning It's like giving me shit because I didn't put his fucking... You didn't butter his bagel right? Yeah, I didn't put like enough sugar in his coffee is all oh, relax yeah relax so now where do you want to go do you want to do since I, I told you it's up to you man what's you looking for you want to I'm not looking for anything I got no agenda my man we could go you want to go back and give maybe there's some people I know that there's some things that you probably are like uh whatever talking right, about no, I'm not mad at you listen you know I like you I'll give you what you want my man I'm not seriously no, it's basically it, this is this is this is free form off the cuff listen so, you're cool I like you. I appreciate it. Whatever that. you want. So 
if you want to go back, just a little brief history where you grew up, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You know, the say I'm sure you did a million times. What made you pick up a camera? This, that. Oh, and then, you want that story? Well, not necessarily. You don't have to. Don't blow your eyes at me. Now you make me feel guilty, hey, man. Hey, don't give me funny looks. <laughs> hey, you. Uh, you know, I've been coming here to Eva since 78 when they opened. Yo, I didn't realize that this place has been here for 40 years. Yeah. I've passed this place a million times. This and Jimi Hendrix Studio, uh, Electric Lady Studios, yeah. the only spots left on this 8th Street block from the 70s. That's crazy, dude. Beautiful people here, too. Benny! Come here. Just take that's Benny right there. I was just, talking, I was talk just talking about you. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm mad respect for this dude. All right. Dude, you're okay. a beautiful soul. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He's like, yeah, get away, jerk. He's like, get away, jerk. I got work to do. He's always doing that. Whenever I wave to him, he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, this guy is fucking rats. I know. I love it, dude. I don't know. He's from some country. He's in Malacca, but I love him. All right. He's into Malacca, you know. So, listen, I'm born in Brooklyn. 1961. <laughs> uh, my mom, whatever, from Brooklyn. She's Russian and Polish, Jewish. Right. Not religious. My grandparents were real religious, real Jewish. Right. And the dude that doinked my mom and dipped was Mexican and Italian. Oh, so you're like a whole... A little bit of a minestrone. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I live you know, many ingredients. Yeah. So, you know, I grew up, I think I lived in Brooklyn there. For, I was born in Long Island College Hospital. Okay. Which is extinct now. Yeah. The house, you know, it's funny, the hospital I was born in don't exist either. Uh-huh. So, and I remember my mom moved us. We went to, you! Right here. I heard you twice the first time. That's the go. Oh, you still up? Yeah, please. Alright, no problem, I'll pack it. Oof. So, my mom, I live with her, you know, of course, she was, you know, just me and her. Single mom, only child, and dogs. I got a shot for me and my first dog in Mexico City in the summer of 68. I could give to you. Chico, the first Pekingese. Nice. Uh... So she moved us to Murray Hill, and like I was in pre-kindergarten. So we lived there on 34th and 3rd for like three years. After first grade, she moved us to the village, Union Square. Nice. You know 14th and 4th? Of course. There's that pointy corner. Yes, Walgreens with the apartment building on top. That yes, building. Yeah, that oh building. no shit. Okay. So I lived there from. 68 to 73. Different New York City right there, Second boy. grade to sixth grade. Right. You know, I, I have so many vivid memories, you know. You know, you know, no, Taxi Driver? Of course. A lot of that corner, 13th and 3rd, was in that movie. Okay. I knew that corner before that movie was made. Mm-hmm. So I used to ride my Stingray bike around the block. I didn't even have to go on the street. I rode around the corner the block yes. all the time. Yeah. I saw all the pimps, the hoes, the junkies, yeah. and that intersection. Yeah. Real life taxi driver shit. Yeah. 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 Just, sure. Actually, there was a pimp who lived in my building named Jojo, the pimp. Yeah, 
I was mad, very, very polite. You know, it was a doorman building. He used to come in with his with his with his girls and had his Eldorados parked in front. He was very nice. I always thought he looked like Tommy Agee of the Mets with, <laughs> with the pencil mustache okay. and you know the suits. And you know, we passed him in the lobby. Hey, Mrs. Powell. You know, very nice. Yeah. And he used to see me, you know, playing by myself in front of the building, throwing the ball against the wall, against the pitch, thinking I was like Tom Seaver. Yeah. You know, people had to like walk around me as I threw the ball yeah. on that strip of Fourth <laughs> Avenue between 13th and 14th. That strip, that one foot. You! You're a popular guy, man. <laughs> Ricky got it like that in this place. The fourth Beastie Boy, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? We're in Ava's restaurant right now. I'm West 8th Street in the village. I'm eating a cookie. And he's going, he's talking to the to the staff over there that he knows forever. My man. You ain't got to do that, bro. You're a good man. <laughs> I appreciate that. I got you, got. So, I used to ride my bike back and forth. Man, I used to like hockey skates I clipped on. I used to like maneuver the hockey puck, you know, in between pedestrians on the sidewalk. I was like Venice to Venice. Nice. Of that block. And I used to have, you know, play ball in Union Square Park. Of course. And I used to have football parties. My friends would come with equipment. Um, like 10, 11. My first helmet was the Redskins helmet, the yellow one with the red R. Yeah. And for Ricky, I got that. There you go. <laughs> Makes sense. Also, I liked them then. I liked uh, Billy Kilmer and Larry Brown. Yeah. Charlie Taylor. I don't hate the Redskins. I'm a dumb and miserable Jeff fan, but I like the Redskins. Yeah, I, I, I believe Jack Green, too. So anyway, JoJo, he comes to see, comes up to me one day and he goes, hey man, I got this for you. The Johnny United's football. Oh, no shit. And he got it S. Klein's department store across the street. So JoJo the pimp bought me my first football. That's dope. <laughs> and so anyway, so we lived there then, and uh, I used to have football parties, like I said, we playing Union Square Park, and like all the junkies would like walk over and be like, act like cheerleaders while they were nodding. <laughs> and you know, we used to just, you know, that's how it was. We played on dog shit fields. Of course. And uh, so then after that, you know, I used to go to summer camp too in the summer. Where at? Sleepway camp, up in the Catskills. Is that that? What was that commercial? Remember the commercial with the fucking balloon? With the no, yellow no, balloon? No, it wasn't the fresh air fun, <laughs> Whatever it was. <laughs> I went to Sleepway Summer Camp. So. All right. So, my mom used to get a deal or whatever. And I went up there. My first, I went there from summer to 69 to 72 when they closed. And that was a special place for me to go. You know, camp was always special to me. Just, you know, being up in the country and... Uh, the people I meet, my friends. Camp. So, so when I came back from camp, she had moved us up to. Yeah, somebody's getting a smoothie made. Yeah, it's all right. So, she moved us up to 71st and Broadway. 
So I lived on 71st and Broadway in this big apartment building. If you say to people who grew up who lived on it, it was over McDonald's on 71st and Broadway. Okay. That's a big McDonald's that's been there for like 50 years. Mm-hmm. So I lived in that one big building. It's like 40 flights. So I was the only kid in the building. I played ball in front of the building. You know, I really, I like those two years, from 73 to 75. I remember I was I saw some of uh, Death Wish being filmed. No shit. Up there. With, uh, so you, you witnessed two iconic movies being filmed right there. Well, well I, didn't see, I didn't see Taxi Driver. I'm saying oh, okay. I lived that area oh, before it was even filmed. Right, got so you. I knew it. Yep. So. But you watched Death Wish getting filmed. Hi, how are you? Uh, all the gay wiggers, they love me. I don't know. I'm like, they're like, yeah, boy, Jericho. <laughs> Jericho. So, hot on. So, anyway, so I did those two years up there. I really love those two years. Took judo at the West Side Y on 63rd. All right. McBurney Y. So I love it. I used to walk there. And this kid, he's in my judo class. Named Max J. Named Max Jason. Real like half Asian, half white dude. Little kid. Yeah. Yo, you're popular. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so, I took Giro there. I loved it. I met a whole set of kids, you know, teenagers there. And one kid was in my class, and we'd walk, you know, after Judo, we'd walk off Broadway because he lived on 79th. Right. And uh, a couple years later, and I'm, you know, now I'm in high school. Then we moved back down to the village, to Soho, near Thompson Street Park, which was all crazy Italians. Thompson and Spring, Thompson Street Park. Sure. I was lucky I could play ball, so I didn't get, I didn't get slapped around. Only once I did. Only one time? Yeah, but I didn't do it. Caught a couple, caught a couple, two, three slaps? It was jerk off, fat sound. <laughs> this other guy, I don't even want to mention his name, he's dangerous. Is he still to this day? So, but my right. friends, the Gold Club, they got me, they saved me out of that. Biggie, the leader. I said, well, I'm not Biggie, the Gold Club. And they're like, yeah, all right, let's walk. And they walked in McDonald's, across street from West Street Park. Okay. West 4th Street. And yeah. Like, Piggy doesn't know you. We're going to fucking bomb you. <laughs> Luckily, he was out there, and he was like, yeah, that's my boy. And one of them said, yo, you're fucking lucky. I said, no, no. Anyway, it was tough down there. I'm sure. Well, yeah, man. So then, ninth grade, little ninth grade. Oh, dip. There's the bad boy for the Mets. How are you? How are you? How are you? Jimmy, nice to meet you. He's from Astoria. Yeah? Where are you from? I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn and Little Queens, a little bit? Well, a little bit. Beach. Beach, a little bit. Oh, you probably had rumbles against each other. Rumbles? Like this. 
<laughs> no, no dance sequences. <laughs> this guy. How you doing? I, say say I know, thank you. Look at you with your family. I knew you when you were a, a swinging bachelor. I know, man. Look at you now. The real house on the prairie. It's a Walnut Grove. Oh, you yeah. got the We're yeah. doing a podcast. All right, this is showbiz. That's all right. It's all over the cuff. There's a lot of people in here, bro. You may want to, you know. Oh, no, nah, we're going to be good. He's on the other side. I'm working for production. Nah, I'm not, I, I don't care about none of that. Yeah, yeah I got you. I got it's you. off the cuff, whatever, yeah, yeah. raw. Well, that's what you're going to get with this man. It's a pleasure. You. you back Great in town? Great to see you. Yeah. Let's right, get good. together. Yeah, I would love that. All right. Nice to meet you, man. Jimmy. Jimmy Ferrari. Jimmy Ferrari. It's me. You see the podcast? Yeah, I'm gonna post yeah. it on my thingy Please thing. Do. Please do. Say bye, little. How you doing? Oh, knuckles. Nice. Nice. Come on. Knuckles, please. Knuckles. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's cool. There you go. Figure out how you Easy. Hey, you try to match. Knuckles, right there. Boom. There you go. Say bye, little. Take it easy, guys. Nice. 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 See, Gorilla Podcast. He's, he's a good guy. Seems like a nice guy. So. All right, middle of ninth grade. We only yep. lived there, thankfully, only six months. And right. moved us into 24 Fifth Avenue, which was the Fifth Avenue Hotel block away. Yeah. Converting into monthly apartments. Okay. So that was a great experience. Was it? Yeah, that was a 10-year, like, second half of the 70s, first half of the 80s. I lived right there. All right. I had it made. I had made for culturally growing up, a lot of, you know, creative, cool adults oh, lived in the building. Yeah. All kinds. And, you know, and I still, when I hit like 17, 18, a lot of the single, the street older ladies <laughs> would give me the goo goo eyes in the elevator, and then I follow them off the elevator. So that's where, you see my hashtag, my discreet older ladies. I see a lot of your hashtags. They're well, pretty that's, funny. That's where that one originated. Which one? Which one is that? My discreet older lady, and there's different types of discreet right. older ladies. There's okay. The, there's the, the kook hottie philanthropist, or the, the, my discreet <laughs> dragon lady. All right. Where, 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 is, where is the one uh, goes goes well with pumpernickel? Oh, goes good with pumpernickel. Yeah. What's up? Wait, what's up with your pumpernickel shit, dude? Well, I see a lot of pumpernickel happening. That's, <laughs> that's just like a really like cool word. I don't know. Like, it is. I have to thank my grandmother for that one. All right. Used to get me pumpernickel. Nickel bagels. Okay, I'm not mad at pumpernickel bagels. I'm Brighton Beach Avenue. Okay. <laughs> underneath the uh, F train. All right. That was a big part of my life, too, going to visit my grandma in Brighton Beach slash Manhattan Beach. Yep. Yeah, because um, first I loved going to visit her. I was always magical. She was a real sweet lady. My mom was a different story. She was a bug out. Right. You know, I respect her and everything, but she was like, I always felt like she got pregnant and just, you know, owned up and had me. Right. So she always just like, you know, stay over there. And I was like, all right, no problem. Right. <laughs> so that's a whole other thing. Oh, I hear That'll you. That'll be in the documentary that's being made on me. I don't know. You know about that? No. Well, not that I'm Paul Newman, but... 
There's a documentary being made on it. It's been three years in the making. Who's doing it? Can you say or no? Yeah, this company, Nagy Vision. Film. All right. Oh, yo. Was that you? Oh, another delivery guy over tip to. Um, yeah, this company, Nagy Vision, they made the O.J. Simpson documentary. Oh, Made right. in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an Academy Award on, and they came at me after that one. Really? Don't ask me why. Well, you have, you have, like, you've done shit, man. Yeah. You know, when oh, you put your pants. Oh, stop being that no, modest. What? I'm a regular dude. I man. know you are, but but you can't you can't say that you didn't do like legendary listen, shit that left listen, a footprint on shit. Listen, when you put your pants on and get out the house, anything's possible. You want another drink? No, I'm good. All right, I'll get loud. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not getting loud. No, I'm not getting loud. So anyway, so you know, then I went to you know I went to PS41, the Grand Village school on 11th Street Elementary and I S 70 Junior High School on 17th Street 9th Avenue then I went to Seward Park High School the Lower East Side okay. Essex and Grand yeah. and uh, then I went to LaGuardia Community College in Long Island City got an AA in liberal arts and it was a great experience actually I really liked it the professors were cool you liked school? nah I not for the it. most part I did the least I could do to get by. Just to get by. Yeah, like I, that was like a 70, 75 student. Yeah, same here. I just, when I decided to go. Yeah, as you know, I always left homework on the weekends till Sunday night. Of course. That kind of shit, bugging. Yeah. Not for me, but, I, you know, I did it, and then I went to Hunter College after that, and I picked the easiest course I thought I could major BS, Bachelor of Science, in Phys Ed. <laughs> get the fuck out really? There was a lot of science, though. I was mad. It was like biology, <laughs> kinesiology. Physiology, exercise, physiology. I was like, oh, yeah. But I got by, so that took me a little while extra, though. I failed a few classes, so. But it's funny because I was in the phys ed department, and a lot of the students and the professors were like, you know, you know. No, I don't know. You know, corny. You okay. Know, <laughs> right. You know, like. <laughs> Like Richie Cunningham or something. I got you. And Very I was, vanilla I was, and boring and corny. I yeah, you. you know, goody goodies. Yeah. I was like, boring. You know, I come in, you know, all sloppy and shit. Like, fuck it. I used to come, I used to wear sweatpants. You know, I used to get, <laughs> when I took the six drink, I used to wear sweatpants. I used to get these morning boners. <laughs> and they'd be popping out of my sweatpants all the time. Nice. I'd walk in, the class would be like, <laughs> anyway, that's neither here or there. Um, yeah. Anyway, on a side note, I was sloppy. Like, I come in like yo, hangovers. Like oh yeah, like man, professors be like shitting on me. And then <laughs> November of '83, I fucking entered the first Hunter College triathlon. Triathlon. Yeah, mini triathlon. It was in Central Park. Okay. Yeah, a quarter mile swim in the pool, and then they had our bikes outside, and then we had to run and get on the bikes and ride over to Central Park, do three laps in Central Park, and then run one lap on the road that runs around. Yeah. Mini triathlon. So it was a race. Okay. And uh, did you win, I Ricky? Fucking won. Oh, I fucking won. I can show you. I'll, I'll text you the picture of me. All right. Dad. So when I won it, then everyone was. Like, oh shit, they looked at me different. I was like, yo, fall back. <laughs> you, you are a jerk off. I didn't forget how you looked at me. Right. So, 
funny, this was November of 83. I won the race on the 18th of November. All right. Two days later was my birthday, November 20th. So I went out and I got stupid. Okay. Got in the suit. On my, I used to club hop on my bicycle, my 10 speed. Oh, the reason I won that race because I bike messaged it. So I got dusted in the swimming part, but then I caught up in the, the bicycle. Okay. So anyway, on my birthday, there was a nightclub called Dance Interior. I remember it. So, oh my God. Walking, all night convention. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, this is why I appreciate you because they know filter and fuck political yeah, correctness. Fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. y'all who are fucking uptight stiffs. <laughs> yeah. Yo, fuck you if you don't Bro, have from, a sense of humor. You're miserable. A, yeah, miserable. You're miserable. Yeah, miserable. Don't, don't bring me into your fucking agony. Yeah. So, so check it. So that night I got on my bicycle, fucking zooted on a coke. Okay. Flying on uh, Quaaludes. Nice. Okay. And drunk on champagne. And so I rode to Danceteria, which was on 21st Street, off 5th and 6th. Yeah. And I see the big line outside, and I get there, and I bump. I hit the curb, and my front tire flew over the handlebars, <laughs> smacked my face on the cement in front of the club, in front of everybody. And I was like, I remember before I went out, I said, somebody hold my bike. And I fucking passed out. I woke up like an hour later, and... Um, Beth Israel on a table and this, this nurse, scary looking nurse, was like stitching my eye up. I looked at her, I was like, ah! And I ran out. <laughs> so then, two days later, I get my picture taken for the Hunter College paper, The Envoy. And so I had this big gash in my eye. So in the, in the article, it's like, Ricky Powell wins the race, da, da, da. And it looks like I got hurt in the race, but it was actually... Nah. Drug fuel. <laughs> yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'll of show course. you the picture. Nice. You <laughs> break my shit. I love, one thing I like about these phones and the social media, like I keep with my, with my hashtags, they're like files for me. Yeah. So like I mean, when I get up with someone, yeah. <clears throat> I go to certain hashtags and we can talk about shit. Right. <laughs> So anyway, that was my, you know, I played a lot. Playground basketball was my, my sport. I used to love going around the city. You know, I owned my game at 41 Schoolyard, PS41 Schoolyard, and West 4th Street. Yeah. I started going there when I was a little kid, and I used to just spend the whole weekend in the half-court cage. You know, it's kind of like a little, you know, a little phenom run. Yeah. I just sit in there for hours and watch dudes play. Uh, well, it was a whole different scene. Though. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. It was, it was interesting. A lot of interesting characters. Yeah. And, um, you know, Kenny Graham was Mr. West 4th Street. Okay. Now, he remembers me, you know, when I was a kid. Anyway. So now. So, one of my favorite places to go play ball was actually... What's next to Brighton Beach? Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach. Yeah, they have legendary courts there. Right. Yeah, if you have you heard of Connie Hawkins? Of course, yeah, I've heard of him. Okay, a legend. He went to Boys High and then he got in the whole uh, gambling thing. But he used to play there and Billy Cunningham went okay. to Erasmus. Yeah. So I used to go there just for but I didn't like the full court there court there. It was like I couldn't believe this was a legendary court. 
It was like a football football field lawn. It was mad cracks and crevices with grass growing up. And also, when you get in the game with a full court, people you don't know, and they're like, you got you got chuckers on your team. Yeah. And like, I ain't running up and down with this jerk off. So right. half court was my shit. Okay. So I liked it for the sports and the cultural aspect, meeting certain people. There I could go jump in the ocean. And yeah. I went into like Puerto Rican friends of mine with their families doing cookouts and shit. Awesome. Still to this day. <laughs> and oh, they're yeah? all over the place. Really? Oh, yeah, bro. I've been out there since. Uh, bro, all over the place, oh, too. Cool. In my neighborhood on the side of the Bell Parkway, there's barbecues Barbie. going on. It's crazy. I'm not mad at that though. They mind their business, having yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. The hundred people out there with all kinds of shit going on. Exactly. Music playing. No one bothers nobody. Yeah, it's a beautiful I love thing. That. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, me too. I love that shit. Yeah. So this is around what time? Like 80, 83 ish. When I won the triathlon. Yeah. Yeah, and I was going to Hunter. So then I'll tell you about the acquiring photography. So one night in Syria, I met this chick, a bugged out looking chick. I always had girlfriends that dress crazy. I don't know why, because I always dress like this. I don't know. I don't know. Hippie chicks dig me. That's one of my hashtags. <laughs> Hippie chicks dig me. All right. Um, this, this night, they had this thing called Hip Hop Art Explosion. All right. Like on the second floor. So, you know, kind of like the three aspects of hip hop were rap, graffiti, and breaking. So, this floor was trying to... This was made 83, so they were merging... Graffiti it's, art on canvas with the with the rap music. Yeah, this is all the beginning, beginning. Well, it's eighty three, so. so so it's only a couple of years in when the rap right. light come out seventy right. nine or something. Yeah, but you know so the whole downtown hip hop like groove, you know art, yes. graffiti art, yeah. all that shit. And it was all developing, yeah. you know, materializing, yeah, metamorphosizing, zing, 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 zing. So oh. Looks like a two hundred dollar Anyway, oh easy, be easy, relax, Ricky. All right. So I met this chick. We ended up hooking up. She lived across the street from me. She went to NYU, Sam Rubin Law, and you know she was in the art department. And she real bug out, and uh, she was on the dick of all the graffiti dudes and you know, this and that. It was kind of you know frustrating, a little annoying. Right. But I dealt with it. I wasn't an angel myself. I mean, that pussy had mad. That shit, her pussy was bombed. Mad, mad piece, mad graffiti tags up in that piece. <laughs> oh I was like, God. oh man, this guy was up in here. Oh no, <laughs> not that guy. So I had to deal with that shit. So anyway, we had a two-year thing. It was tumultuous. Right. You know, it's hard to be loyal when you're like in your early 20s and you're both freelance and free spirits. And, and you're whatever. both going nuts and there's other things involved. Yeah, exactly. You're meeting different people and wah, wah, wah. Anyway. So, towards the end of the two year relationship, spring of 85, she really she dissed me pretty hard for some like whack, corny, corny dude with tie dye yoga pants and crystals. Uh, older dude. Just like. You know, cleaning like a wet tuna sandwich. So <laughs> I was devastated, hurt, mad. I wanted to kill them, everything for a couple of months. I was miserable. Yeah. And then I found this bag in my room. It was like, I don't know what was in it, and it was like dirty clothes. I was like, oh, this is her shit. So I'm looking through it. Like, What's this? And then there's a little. Auto jammy camera, little point and shoot. All right. So I'm like, my Scorpio revenge was, you know, <laughs> throbbing. Right. I was like, I'm gonna take this camera. And I'm like, 
become, I'm gonna become a photographer, and I'm gonna fucking kill it, and I'm gonna make make her sorry she did me like that. With with her camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She left me. Sick. Yeah. And I was, you know, bunny ass clothes. Right. You know, it's garbage. I could have thrown it out. Of course you could have. I said I could I could push the button. Yeah. I know how to take a button. Push yeah. a button. Yeah. I never I didn't have any aspirations right. to take me pictures or the arts, but I was like, you know, I was into playing ball. Yeah. Just a regular dude. Getting, you know, zooted, trying to get girls, and that's it. So that was your first thing, like, and yo, right away, for revenge, I'm going to become a photographer. Yeah, you can say that. That's heavy. And so, you know, along with my Scorpio magnetism, <laughs> I just put the camera on, I started bringing it to, like, art openings. You know, Keith Haring openings, Futura, Basquiat, all of them, and, you know, nightclubs. Yeah. And then, hey, yo, can I take your picture? And people responded well to me, so I was getting, like, you know, as I like to say, pro photos on a hangout tip. Yeah. So then, and I was, like, getting into Diggy Wiggy, the scene people were, like, I went from Joe Schnook to, like, the Rickster, downtown photographer, overnight. Which is bugged out. You know, I'm still at Hunter getting my phys ed degree <laughs> with these jerk-offs uptown. Right. Hey, Alex, how are you, bub? How are you? Good. Good to see you. You're a handsome devil. Oh. I hate you. Would you like to eat something? No, leave. Thank you. Jerk off. So, <laughs> check it. So, right then, people started seeing me, and then, like, magazine, downtown magazine people were coming up to me. Like, no paper, shit. paper magazine, details, and the East Village Eye. So, hey, would you shoot shoot pictures for our club yeah. section? This had to have been, like, all word of mouth. There ain't no phone. No. They, how they get in contact with you? All that shit's crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, you go out. Yeah. You meet you up with people. Just, I used word. to ride my bike, hitting the clubs up. Boom, yeah. bing, bing, bang, yeah, bing. Bing, bang, boom. Downtown. I hear you. So... I said, yeah, all right. So I started getting, you know, they put, I remember my first picture. I think I can find it here. It's fucking. Your first picture you ever took? That I got published yeah. in okay. the magazine. I saw my photo credit, the Rickster, Rickster Powell. Yeah. What magazine was it you remember? The East Village Eye or Paper Magazine. It was kind of both at the same time. Okay. The Paper Magazine, they both have a special place in my heart. Okay. Long gone. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. But David Herskovitz, I stayed, you know, good friends. So that summer, you know, David Herskovitz, the founder of paper. They were kooks, but, I, you know, they were nice to me, so I liked them. Yeah. So that summer, fucking Futura 2000, who was a big shot in, you know, the art scene and graffiti art and just being diggy wiggy. Yeah. He asked me to be on his softball team, the East Village Escadrilles. Okay. Which had mostly, like, you know, Puerto Rican homeboys from the East Village. Yeah. But then it was, like, Matt Dillon and a couple of artists, like Kylie Jenkins, uh, Dad Five Freddy. Nice. You know, Patty Astor of the, uh, the Fun Gallery. Okay. She was like a cheerleader. <laughs> nah, you know, and I, I pitched a few games. I remember I pitched one game at 
Leroy Streetfield, that dirt field. Okay. And Andy Warhol and Keith Haring were like being cheerleaders, like giving me goo goo eyes. And I was like, oh, shit. That's crazy. No, you guys are on the wrong layup line right now. Is that Was that the picture? The one of, of Basquiat and Warhol? No, no. Because I know that one, obviously. No, a lot of people that. know that. No, shit. I shot that one of them on their way to their famous duo show. Okay. Uh, Stefazi Gallery. You know the boxing poster? The boxing poster. With Basquiat and Warhol? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that show. Oh, okay. They were going to that opening. Okay. So... Anyway, so that summer '85, I just started shooting that spring. Yeah, and things were moving like I was coming up, like boom, boom, boom. Many doors were opening for me. That camera was being my my key. People were like, you know, I was, you know, I was a hot monkey, you know, rather, you know, <laughs> rather, you know, debonair. So people were like, oh shit, they liked it me because you know, I didn't act like a, like a fucking jerk off, like, right? Like a camera, like I'm Joe photographer. Right. Which a lot of jerk offs do. Yeah. Don't make me name names. They <laughs> have at it. The floor is I yours, will. man. Those are so. So, anyway, so. <laughs> that happened, and I, I blew up, and that September I went to see the Beastie Boys at the Cat Club. I just come back to the Madonna tour. And, uh,. I knew Adrock from my neighborhood. He was from the Lower East Side, right? No. He wasn't from the Lower East Side? Dude. You know, it's people like you that... Who was from the Lower East Side? One of, one, one of them was from Manhattan. Or, or, or what I'm doing is I'm mixing it up because they were in hardcore bands. They used to play the H7. Yo, yo, your, your glasses are falling off your head. This guy, you like, let me tell you. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> I hate when people get it wrong. I'm not mad at you, though. Adrock's in my neighbor, the West Village. Yeah. And you're from 41 Schoolyard, hanging out. All right, well, I'm not that far I off. I said Lower East Side. He's from the left, West this Village. like a shot at shoot at the clubs. That was the next okay. year in 86 at a Keith Haring party. Somebody wrote that about me. Okay. So he gets mad at me because I, I don't say west and I say east. <laughs> no, you said Lower East Side. I did, but you make it sound like like I was like he was from Staten that's, Island. I don't know me, nothing. That's me at the beginning. Look at of '85. I told you I was a hot monkey, monkey bro. Look I at had you. to beat them off with a stick. Eggs, <laughs> eggs, eggs. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Peter Nice. Went to. Oh, here's a good shot. Later in my career. Of course. In 89. The Cindy Crawford. I shot this as a busboy in my during while I was shit working in the girls' bathroom at the club MK. That's in the girls' bathroom? Yeah. Right. I go in with my butt. I knock on the door. And I go, and when in here, it's a dark little bathroom. It's a fancy club. Right. So I go in, I start picking up the bottles and glasses and shit, fill up my bus bin, and then I hear the toilet. Wait, wait till it's fucking. Another jerk off with a smoothie? Look at these. Nice. That's later on. Alright, enough. Enough, it's whipped already. So, I'm picking up bottles and glasses like a good bus boy. And then, um, 
I hear the toilet stall door swing open behind me. I'm looking over my shoulder at Cindy Crawford. She wasn't that big a deal. Yes. Oh, yes, she was. Yeah, she had to have been. This is what year around? 89, 89. Okay. Yeah, she she blew up. Yeah. So, I played it cool because, you know, I don't want to be like on a dick. <laughs> I have a rep- reputation of hold, even though I'm a busboy. All right. So I go, oh, You don't shit. want to be on Cindy Crawford's dick. No. Sandra Bernhardt, I will. But not her. So, oh, this is me in 81. Really? Modeling is very superficial, but it, it made more money than Baskin and Robbins. Anyway, so I go, oh, shit, yo, can I take a flip? She's like, okay. So I'm holding my bus pin. I break my whip my camera out of my back pocket, another short shot jammy. I pointed at her and I kinda like waved her to the right, like, yo, move over. Uh-huh. She moved over and I took one shot. That was it. Boom. Nice. I said, thank you. That, that shot is... It's pretty iconic, bro. Yeah. Well, I, I don't that's know if they word. Iconic is a big yeah, What does that mean? That like, sounds like a... It's a blow pop or something. Oh, my God. Does it? Uh, Is that what it sounds like? I shot why that shot. We became Sick. good friends. Who is he? He's still in New York or not? Gandhi White? Yeah. Man, he passed on. Yeah. 98. 98. Beautiful soul. Here's another dude. I heard good things about dude. Dude, he's the, the king. Yeah, Dudley, Lee, yeah. all those guys, same, same, same ilk. Yeah. This guy is a bike messenger, Dexter Benjamin, one-legged. Oh, no shit. See, but bike messaging was a big part of my life, too, so... Well, that's everyone, how you won the triathlon. Yeah, but, you know, everyone did bike messaging at one point. True. Everyone did. Yeah. Before faxes. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time, you heard of John Bloodclot, the Cro-Max? I had him on, man. Come on, man. John's okay, my yo, boy. Relax, have a kinish. Have so, a kinish. He's my boy, too. I Listen, love him. I, so I remember one day on the Ace. roads... On the world, when we hit each other, and he goes, Dude, the facts, it's killing us. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. John's good people. Yeah, I love him to death. Yeah. Beautiful soul. Hard motherfucker, and great values. I love how he looks out for animals. Without a doubt. I love John Bloodclaw. He did like how many Iron Mans? He did like seven Iron Mans already. I know. This guy's an animal. He is. He's a beast. Yeah. Beautiful soul. And I can't find this. You know what I hate? I hate when I'm looking for one shot. And you have 75000 in your yeah, phone? Exactly. Because I didn't post it, so it's in this mix now. Yeah, so that's what you got to do. You got to make separate albums so you know what you're looking for. No, well, this one I didn't post it up yet. Otherwise, I would have put it in. It's a very special shot with Keith Haring and Futura. This is my first one. Right. I didn't want to bust it out there for all the fucking vultures, the fucking... That's one thing I don't like about Instagram and the media. When the fucking vultures, they poach it and then they repost it with no photo credit. Right. That drives me fucking. Yeah, I get it. They gets me like, yo, at least have some fucking common courtesy. At least put a fucking credit. Yeah. But I'm going to have my, my teammate, Tono, write my name over the, the real important ones from now on. Like, like a watermark? Yeah, exactly. Got you. This is something. You saw this, I posted this today. I follow you on I know, I know, I know. Very good. Yes, I did. Ricky yeah. Powers, Street Photography, PhD. I here. like to have sense of humor with shit. I you like have to, to, man. Well, <clears throat> at least I feel that's how I feel. I know, of course, what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, a lot of like, well, first of all, I don't call myself a photographer. I know. I'll give you my card. 
Oh, then you're going to stay there. Ah, heavy, yeah. But on my card, I, I want put, two. I, I put individual. Because I don't want to be like. Yeah, these are dope. I'm not. Nice. I don't go around saying, oh, yeah, I'm a photographer. To like, so people be like, oh, shit, really? Like, oh, shit. It has like this aura, like you like you have your I'm nose in trying, the air. Yeah, I don't want to be like, yo, I'm trying to be like. So, what's my point? I get derailed easily. Yeah, I, I get it. So, anyway, so I'm duking this chick in the duke shoot, right? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You, what you were doing oh, was wait. actually, you had met the Beastie Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, oh, right. then, all right, all right. and then, I don't know where the hell we went so, from there. All right, so but. I was like, I knew from my neighborhood, and I knew I saw they were like, torn Madonna. Right, you got mad at me because I said I West oh, and yeah. East and vice versa. So the other two, look, I knew I so I went to say, let me, go, let me go check this kid. Because we knew each other. I'm five years older than him, so it's a big difference when you're young. But he was always respectful. I knew his older sister, she was in my grade. So I went to see them at the cat club, and they like, they, you know, they were like dope. A lot of you know, people were there to see them because they were kind of like, you know, cool. Yeah. You know, white kids doing that, like cool style. So I was like, let me go check these kids. So after the show, after the set, I go backstage and I'm like, yo, what's up, Adam? He's like, yo, Rick, what's up? He's like, yo, let me introduce you to Adam and Mike. I'm like, hey, hey, what's up? What's up? So that fall of 85, I ended up, you know, meeting up with them and going to clubs together, like the world, all this shit, and doing, you know, taking flicks, you know, on the fun tip. Yeah. So that's how that started. Because then spring of 86, when they were working on License to Ill, they started asking me, yo, we're going to, like, D.C., we got a gig overnight. You want to come? We'll be back after the show. Shit like that, or Boston. Yeah. Jump in the van with them. Yeah. So, you know, I took some dope shots. They turned out to be. Oh, and, yeah, uh, man. So then... Summer of '86 comes and like I finish Hunter College and my first job I'm selling Froze, Frozen Lemonade. And uh, one day I'm out there, it's fucking which hot. wound up becoming a portion of the name of your what, fourth book. Oh shit! This guy knows my work. Oh shit! Yeah, Bill Adler, the fucking cool ass white dude from Def Jam. He called it Froze Moments. Right. It was a postcard book. I like that book. So. I uh, I said fuck this job. I fucking flew everything. I fucking jumped on a plane. I went down to meet them in Tampa. They didn't know I was coming. Like I knocked on the back of the dome, and I got it. You know, they gave me a, a bed on the back of the tour bus. You know, the Raising Hell tour. Run DMC, LL, Houdini, and I'm like ridiculous. You know, that day I'm like selling Froze. That night I'm like. They Willie Green with all you know these cool dudes and they were all fucking cool. Yeah, all them group. They were all younger than me. Yeah, I'm like uh you know at least three years older than all these dudes. Right, but I'm like fascinated. I'm like oh shit. Like kind of like I always tell them later on like yo I look up to you and you're younger than me. Like, yeah, as a joke. Yeah. So, I went on that Raising Hell tour, which was big, because that's when I had the album, Raising Hell, Dude. with my Adidas, yeah. Walk This Way. That was arenas, no? Was yeah, it arenas? Yeah, so that it was, was the arenas. thing. I went to the arena, I was like, oh shit, this is the big time. So I went on that tour for like a week, like the Southeast, New Orleans, Tallahassee, all that shit. And then I came back, I got my job back, and... 
So, you know, I got a job at Def Jam in the fall as the messenger. And <laughs> the messenger for Def Jam Records. And then, you know, still taking shots. And How was Russell Simmons? Oh, he was a goof. It was he? Yeah, he was fun. He was, he was a fucking a cool derelict. He was right. cool. Yeah. <laughs> he did my fishing hat look, though, which made me a little like, yo, stop biting. Yeah. So He's back. He, he was funny. He was cool. And Def Jam was blowing up. And yeah. It was becoming this fucking cool-ass thing, and I was right in the middle of it all. Like, I never intended, yeah. like, a year earlier that I was going to be, like... In the middle, the in the middle. The photographer mix. for Def Jam, right? I was just like... Yeah. During that time, did you stop and take a moment and be like, how the fuck did this all happen? Well, nah, I just going along. I like taking pictures. That's yeah. the thing. I love taking pictures. Listen, this is how I look for taking pictures. To me, we're like collecting baseball cards. Whoever I wanted to shoot, I wanted them in my collection. That's how I looked at it. All right. So, that fall, we're finishing up License to Hill album, and I still go to some of the sessions with Chung King. They say, yo, you want to come on the tour with us for the album License to Hill? And I'm like, okay. Whatever. They didn't expect the album to really do much. They were just happy they made it. And then we're on the tour bus, like, on the West Coast. And then the album starts shooting up the charts. And then it goes to number one on the charts. And they become this fucking... I'm like right there. I'm just like with my little fucking doinkster camera. You know, in all the concerts, there'd be, you know, photographers with major cameras and all this shit. And I'd be like walking around with my little laminate and my little jammy, like, yeah. Ding. Nice. And see, I used good film, so the pictures came out good. Slide film and uh, triax black and white. So they looked professional. They were good. And there's that iconic. That thing, Man, that, the there's accent. that word again. No, but that that one picture that's on license to ill, that fucking live shot. Oh yeah, that was at the world. I shot that while I was crunching on a crusty finish. Those green was on the side of the stage. That was a great night. Yeah, sloppy, drunk, fun. Yeah, fun. The music was dope. The vibes were dope. It was fun, dude. <laughs> I think my pictures transcended the fun in those moments. They do. So that's why I said earlier when you cut me off and you rolled your eyes about your own work. I said, you know, you did things that left a fucking mm. footprint, man. You captured grittiness. You captured a lot of. Well, another thing, like my professionalism stepped up in mid '86 too, because I used to go to the World, which is on Second and C, Second Street Avenue C. Yeah. I did mad damage in that. Ooh. Um, I still get blowjobs at will. Oops, sorry. At will. I'm gonna stop. That's fucked up. Yo, man. You, All right. I ain't stopping you. At will. Anyway. So, these chicks come up to me one night. They're like, hey, you ever shoot for a photo agency? I'm like, what's that? They're like, you should come check out LGI on West 36th Street. I'm like, all right. So I took the car, go up there, and it's his photo agency up in the loft. And LGI stood for Lynn Goldsmith. Okay. She was big time, like, showbiz photographer. She shot everybody big in the music business, acting, film, everybody big. 
in the studio in the back and she had the agency in the front with like eight people on the phone selling pictures but not only hers but other photographers so she met they brought me in she's like oh this is the Rickster and she was, she was a tough cookie like she was she was cool but she could get she could get grabbed amped up like huffy and like you know, drop of a fucking drop a hot bagel so she took me out she's like oh Rickster she loves saying that and like she loved I was down at the beasties and all this shit and, and she started sending me to like you know, she taught me the art of the hustle in the photography world, the business. From her, I learned from there. Because I did everything for her. I did filing. Fucking. Oh, my God. I used to fucking. She used to send me to go to fucking magazines to deliver her shots that she shot, like, the night before or something. So I had to deal with the photo editors at Time and Newsweek and whoever else. And, like... She was very contentious with all those editors, and they hated her. Yeah. So I had quite all her shit from the editors, <laughs> and I used to just laugh. I'd yeah. be like, yo, I'm just a messenger, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to just laugh. And then one thing I hated, though, about that shit, running errands first, she made me... Because I'm a bike... I was a bike messenger. I had clip, I had clip bars, you know, high seat, like, yeah. you know... And she used to make me ride her fucking ladies' bicycle with flowers on the basket. Oh, nice. This fucking three-speed. It was so embarrassing, right? Nice. Of I didn't want make anybody you humble to, real quick. I didn't want anybody to see me. Yeah. Because you could also fall down if you turn the fucking big wheel too much. <laughs> I fell down a few times. I was like, oh, my God, embarrassing. Anyway. So, as I was shooting the clubs and doing my own style, and I never took a class of photography. Right. I didn't need to. Right. So, I was just doing my thing and doing the professional thing and things were just you know like I said doors were opening for me as long as I got up put my pants on got yeah. out the house showed up yeah. and just can, you know I just had my shit ready yeah. strapped right here yeah never here right just here like, yeah underneath you know just chilling that's yeah. how I did it then how did you how did you start your little public access TV oh, show? Oh, that ninety. Even with that started, what yes. like ninety? Well, this is ninety. Ninety. Well, that summer, uh, rapping with the Rickster. Yeah, I was living in a little dump on Fourteenth Street and Ninth Avenue. Mm-hmm. Little fucking dump on the corner there, and uh, I was kind of broke that summer. Shit was kind of lit. I stay home all day and watch TV and shit was whack. Like daytime TV was whack. I'd be like, you know, fuck this. I'm gonna make my own show. Because back then, public access, you go to Manhattan Neighborhood Network, you sign up, you can make your own show. Right. So that's what I did. And I got this like this ratty fucking hippie people. Jupiter Production, some shit. Meet me in Washington Square Park with their cameras and shit. Yeah. And they had editing facilities. So the first episode I'm in the park going up to like old ladies on benches or bums, <laughs> junkies. Like, and made the first episode. I interviewed this 77-year-old dude, Sid, who played ball at 13th Street Park. You know, so it was basically people in my neighborhood. Yeah. And you know, I was like, when it came on, I said to myself, let me bring the people I shot to life eventually. First, it was just off the cuff with whoever interviewing the squirrels. 
talking to myself. So then I started getting, you know, some celebs who I shot. Sandra Bernhard, and DMC, DC, whatever, blah, 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 Lawrence Fishburne. He showed up, met me on 59th Street next to the East River. Crazy. He loved me. I don't know how he he he, loved, he used to come pick me up from my house in '87. We go have lunch at uh, this restaurant. Used to be on the corner of Tompkins Square Park, 10th and B. I don't know why. You know what? The cool black guys—they yeah. all like me. Yeah. I was hanging with Gandhi, Run, Lawrence Fishburne. I don't know. They all came like to pick me up. Yeah. I'd be like in awe of you too. Hell yeah. So anyway, when did you get take that picture of fucking Mike? How the fuck? What was it like the day after Mike Tyson broke oh. Mitch Green's face? Oh, that one. Yeah. Um, Looks like he's well, wearing pajamas, but that was just know, fashion. No, that was at a Public Enemy show at Studio 54. Oh, okay. It wasn't a disco anymore, because it had gone through yeah, 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 clubs yeah. to go through transitions. Sure. He was there it was the night after he beat up Bloods Green in Harlem. Yeah. So he had the cast. So yeah. he knew me from... You put Remember you posted that picture with Mike Tyson with his arm around me? Yes. Was that yeah, you? I sent that, yeah, I sent that to you because I was that like, was yo, in, That was in the summer of 86 at the Palladium on 14th Street. And he just won. He just became the youngest heavyweight champ, which was a big deal in Michael those Spinks days. probably, maybe. No, that was when he unified it all. That's when he got I all forgot. the right. It was somebody left. Trevor Furbick. Somebody left. Somebody, yeah. killed, demolished, almost knocked yeah. his head off. Yeah. So he was like, man, I'm wearing my Beastie shirt. And he was a big Beastie fan. And he yeah. thought I was one of the Beasties. And he kept saying, yo, come on, man. <laughs> They put me in headlocks. Like, yeah. come on, man, which beast are you? I'm like, rolling my eyes. I'm like, yo, I'm not one of the beasts. <laughs> right. You know, I know him. Yeah. He's like, come on, man. He's like, squeezing my head. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, somebody. He goes, I knew you were. He's like, giggling in my face. And so my girl, Angie Cochran, took that shot of me and Mike. He was fun. He ended up in like 87 coming to like shows. When the Beasties and Run DMC to the License to Ill tour, for the first quarter of the year, it was License to Ill, and then Run DMC came along with them because they were the, their homies, yeah. and they did the Get Together Forever tour together. Yeah. So Mike Tyson used to come to those shows. They did like a week at the Greek Theater in L.A. He came like almost every night. Nice. And I used to shoot him in the garden. There was a lot of like... The dope jam tour or whatever at the garden, and then you know we show up. You know, LL was always so so nice and cool to me. I love LL Cool J. You know, he was so fucking naturally dope. Like I swagger. He just yeah, he had everything. The look. The talent, the swag, everything. Yeah. You know, he just made girls drop, like, faint in front of him. Like, yeah. But he was so fucking humble. And, like, I remember in the Raising Hell tour, it was, like, a night or two after I just joined on, we're in Miami. You know, I'm not, you know, this whole new life is his way of life. You know, living in hotels, going to the, <laughs> to the venue. I get up early. I'm like, I go to the elevator, go down to the, to the lobby to get breakfast, and LL comes out of his room. So we're standing by the elevator waiting to go down. And he's wearing, like, track pants and a white beater and uh, his can go. Yeah. 
And we're just standing there and just, hey, what's up? You know, he just murdered it the night before. It had, like, fucking the whole arena, like, just going fucking. So I'm jumping out the window. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, what's up with you? Yeah. Nice one last night. Like, yeah, nice thanks. one. And I'm just like, he was just really cool. I really dug him. Yeah. So, anyway, so after with the Rich turn, it was a continual, I was like, I thought it was just a progressive move, like, bring my pictures into moving pictures. Yeah. I had no training. And so, three, three weeks, three weeks into my show, I'm in Rolling Stone. That's on hard. Random notes page, half page. Ricky Town has, you know, so and so of the village. He has a new TV show, Rapping with the Rickster, where he interviews on the MC, local bums, squirrels, squirrels. This, and I was like, wow. So, I just, you know, you still have that? Do you have a copy of it? Mm, somewhere, somewhere. So, whatever, things were just in there. I was doing rap with the Rickster, and I was I worked for a pot delivery service at the same time. So nice. I used to bring my camcorder with me and film as I rode through Manhattan, just holding my camcorder and getting street life. Yeah. Running in, one time I ran to Bradford Marcellus on 42nd Street. I jump off the. I'm like, yo, yo. He's like, oh shit, I heard a rapper with the Rickster, and just off the cuff shit. So I was a yeah. and then I learned. I started the sampling this shit off too because I had the way I made my show because you used to give it in on a VHS tape. I put a VHS in, a blank, connect my camcorder into the VHS somehow, into the TV or filming show. It was mad scientist style. Yeah. And I just made all these, and I had like subtitles and a button on the camcorder. And, so I went well, and I was, you know, and then BCs asked me come on Check Your Head Tour in 92. So I was going, they flew me out to like film them and take pictures while they were making Check Your Head, which was interesting because, first of all, going from Def Jam in New York City in 87, a big tour, and they had some, some legal shit happen. Oh, the whole Paul's Boutique thing? Well, so they, they fucking bolted Def Jam, got signed a big deal with Capitol. Yeah. So went from New York, Def Jam in 87, to L.A., yeah. Capitol, yeah. the next year in 88. Ridiculous. Lived in the hills and killed it. They were, like, embraced by the... That kid, the Kids their age or whatever, people their age, like all of them, a lot of them were celebrity kids. It's like, oh, this one's so and so's son, this one, they all hung out together. Sophia Coppola with, you know, dude's daughter from like Fleetwood Mac, or this Paul Anka's daughter, this guy's son, they all hung yeah. out and they were fucking jock the beast and so hard. I used to just stand like on the periphery and just be like, damn. Oh like, my god. And like dad like, rock would look back at me like, you know, believe this? Like shit crazy. like that. It was nuts. So that was the pause between they flew me out, I'd stay at the house and we took the pictures and the pool at Rock's room was like in this hill and it had a window that looked into the middle of the pool on the water. Yeah. So you took that underwater. Yeah. That's another fucking well, I was cr- you know, famous crunching on a crusty beach. And the recording sessions were fun with the Dust Brothers. Yeah. 
just that transaction, just that one year, like 87, those two years, 87 and 88, was just so chock full of, like, action. And I, I was, you know, they brought me along. Like, they, you know, I was kind of like, you know, I did what I did. Like, it was kind of a delicate, in one way, like, I, I like being part of the crew, but then I wanted to also take pictures, but I didn't want to be looked at. As like some kind of journalist, right? That could change change the, the whole dynamic of shit. Right, right. So another big word for you, Rick. I just always just kept the camera. I kind of brought a little comic relief, doing shenanigans. So you know they liked it. You know how I did. And uh, it was good, you know, good chemistry. Yeah. We're good, so I took pictures when they were making that album, figuring out, check your head. A couple years later, in like 90, 91, had to like interject their B-boy uh, rap hip-hop-ism stuff yeah. with live musicianship. They were like yeah. experimenting, and then I was there, you know. Punching on a crusty canish, and uh, <laughs> so then they asked me when the album was finished, you want to go and check your head? It's time you got to work, you got to do luggage. I was like, all right, bet. All right. So that tour was unbelievable. Dude, I got so much pussy with that luggage cart. Oof. <laughs> that luggage. <laughs> oh my God. That luggage cart. <laughs> I had a blast, dude. And then they brought me on tour again, 94, Lollapalooza. Yeah, I was at the Lollapalooza fucking shit, mm-hmm. man. I was, it was yeah. fun, yeah. It was the George Clinton crew. Yeah. You know, we really did all the groups. Like Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. yeah, that's not my shit. Yeah, no, Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. Jerk off. <laughs> Jerk off. What's his name? The big dude? I'm a fuck. He's a butcher. The singer the guy? Yeah, butcher. The Beasties brought this. Have a nice evening. Yeah, that was that. That was. I went to the one on Randall's Island. Oh like, yeah, okay. Ridiculous, but I was I was on like I don't Rails? know. No acid. Oh, oh acid. Oh, I yeah. haven't really done acid. Oh, mid nineties, early nineties, limelight okay. acid, the angel oh, yeah. dust, yeah, all that. Oh, limelight. You hung out with those J-Pops? No, but only okay. Sunday night rock and roll church. Yo, Ed. Ed. <laughs> Dykes. Listen, I have a, black, a discreet black Nubian Dyke thug. Yeah? My uh, host. You see, I'm very lone wolf, like, in a way. That way, you know, you do what you want, you get more done, you know. Because right. when you're in the crew, everyone can't decide what to do, and you end up, you know what I mean, doing nothing. Right. Anyway, so I have my my lady friends I hang with, my, my female friends I kick it with, yeah. like us. Yeah. You know? I'm not and a then, female, though. Well, we, you know, we're, we're, we're rapping, <laughs> we're, we're, we're relating, right. we're talking, right. conceptualizing. This is just, you know, enjoying, enjoying conversation. Exactly. So, and then at night, when I'm feeling iggy, wiggy, jiggy, then I got my ladies of the evening who love me. All right. They'll come at like two or three in the morning, and then we do that. Get stupid, get zooted in the nude. Get stupid, and they love the music I play—the funky jazz, you know, right. like the Lou Donaldson, the Jimmy Smith. They love me for that. They're like, "Oh my god!" Well, they talk with an accent. Most of them are like something else. So. Most of them are something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Nubian Dyke Thugs. She's from Brooklyn. All right. She used to steal from me, and then she stopped. Finally. Anyway, that's all. 
She's, she's cool though. She's she's definitely hood, but she she's quiet type. All right. She once stole from me once on my futon. With the, I had the TV on for the only light, and she went into one of my pants while she's fucking doinking my doinkster and stole two hundred dollars out of her pocket. She mugged me on my futon in front of me. I didn't even know it. Wow. She was slick. She was slick. Anyway, she stopped doing that. So I'm her, I'm her uncle. I'm her discreet uncle, daddy. Right. The, the cool older white dude in the West Village car. Right. That's a whole other thing. But I got like Asian. I got discreet Asian dragon lady, mature one. I've had many. And they're very good. I get along with them. Wow. Yeah. I like them. You know, I don't like them. I need me and like thug. You know, we finish, I walk into the door, I give her, you know, we do one of these, good give looks, her a, you give her a pound. good looks, yeah. till next time, that's my spooning. Right, that's your spooning. I can just, I don't have to waste time, like, eh, I can go back to doing what I want, watch TV. Yeah. So I'm happy, I love my life. That's I'm very happy, thank you. You should, man. I appreciate it. You deserve it. to fuck oh, up. You know what, I gotta stop patting adults on the head. That's all right, <laughs> pat me on my head. That's right. yeah, it's funny. I pinch cheeks. I'm a, little cheeks. Fris- I'm a little frisky. Listen. I'm a little frisky. It's gotten me in a little trouble with certain people because I try to be, hey, you know, I yeah. want to be like a diva. Right. And I pat my friends on the butt and it's got me in, you know, a little trouble lately. People take the it last the wrong year. way. They do. That's what it is. like, come on, man. And I even, apart when they look at me, I'm like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Because I, I do have my I do have my female friends, you know. Yeah. And like a lot of them are very highfalutin. Right. Chicks. Yeah. Very highfalutin. But they know me. They've even been to my house with me when I'm getting zooted, yeah. and they get zooted, and we just talk. Yeah. So people. Yeah. You know, it's a crazy world. It is. You gotta like as I once said with Danny Boy. Shout out to Danny Boy. Danny Boy, I love Danny. Me too. We want. We have this one common thing where we say, "Yo, you gotta go where you love." Yeah. And that means funk the jerk off. Yeah. Go where you love. People yeah. will love you. And that's he's showing that makes common sense. He's showing in Tulsa. Okay. You know, he, he bought the outsider's house and all that. Oh you know, my God! You know about all that, don't you? Yeah. Dude. Bro, he fucking, he, it's the whole museum. Matt Dillon, dumb like dick. Yeah. <laughs> you see the pictures of me and Matt? Matt Dillon used to take me in med games. No, he used to pick me up. We go right in between the cars on the 7 train, taking pictures of each other. Uh-huh. There's a good one I shot of him. It's in my book, The, the Rickford Files. Right. Yeah, we were cool. I mean, we used to get our seats. And, oh, my God, girls would just keep coming up to us the whole game. I used to just crack up. He was fun. Matt was fun. Yeah. I loved hanging with him. I see him once in a while, and I ran to him recently. He gave me love. Yeah? I in, like him. In, in Manhattan? Yeah, in the West Village. Okay. A couple months ago. That's cool. I had an event I was going to, SNS Sneakers. Okay. I'm big. I'm big. I'm like yeah. Elvis yeah. in some places. Elvis Costello. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of sneakers, what, what was you, you had your whole little pony deal. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. up with that? Well, they Pony. Came, well, first Converse. I did a sneaker with Converse in 2008. All right. So I made them made out of hemp. Uh-huh. For animal friendly. That right. went well. I made them like Walt Frazier. You had his first con. He used to do high top white with yeah. navy blue laces. That's how I did it. Okay. And actually, my friend Kimmy Matulova 
got it paired to uh, Woody Harrelson, who's a hemp activist. Yes. And he sent me back to my friend Chris Mack, a still from White Man Can't Jump, of him and Wesley going at it. And he wrote to me, yo, Rick, thanks for the chucks. I love him. Nice. Man. I That's still want to meet him, though. So I did that, and then 2012, Pony came out, because they go in and out of business yeah. with different owners. It just happens that yeah. way every okay. couple of years. So the latest one, 2012, <coughs> sorry, they came at me, they came at me, and again, I did another animal-free design made out of canvas. Okay. So I rocked that, and that was fun. Yeah. It took me to Europe, and, you know, doing some promo, and... It's fun. fucking dope, man. Yeah, You got four fun. books under your belt? Six, Jakey. Six? Relax. Well, oh, obviously, I, oh, did, I did relax. I'm, sorry. I'm I know saying you can, I know, four. I know you could probably if kick... I said, if I would have said eight, then I, then I, I, I would have had to relax. I know you could probably kick my ass Who with you. Who wants anyone's With your pinky. I'm 44. With your... Nah, but you're I'm hard. Not, I can tell. I don't but don't I'm be not, humble with me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I am humble. You're stupid. I can tell you're hard. I can tell you're hard. Relax. I do relax. I grew up with dudes like you. I'm very relaxed. I grew up with a certain part of people like you. Okay. And my hippie friends, my guidos, my hard rocks you know. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just I'm just chilling I know this. Uh, so don't, make, don't make this painful uh, it's, I won't I'll try not to so, so, you, so you did six books yeah Oh Snap The Richard Files right. Prosade Moments Public Access Bug Out and The Individualist Sick. I'm working on a new one called Kooks in the Park that's uh, dope what's up with the Rickford Institute that's an imaginary yeah, university of cerebral individualism. You know, we make some. You know, we make some shirts. Me and my Tono, my partner Tono, when the opportunities come our way, we're looking to build the brand up. All right. You know, it's coming. Yeah. We ain't forcing it. Just living life and doing it and surviving. And that's fine. It's like in photography. Even when I got Big Willie Green here and there. I never really strove to be like the top photographer right. or the king. Right. Because, you know, it's whack because all the shit that comes with it. So I like being in the middle. Yeah. With my own niche. Yeah. I could be, people know that's my style. Yeah. And if I can maintain. You're good. I'm good. Yeah, I get Thank it. Thank you. I get it. But so what's up with my, this documentary I now? I call my drug dealer. I call your drug dealer. Shh. <laughs> my good drug you know the discreet dragon lady oh the sweet dragon lady discreet dragon lady she's mad cool alright I'm not I'm not doubting you uh see, don't call this jerk out. I told him to be at my house at 8.30 alright what time is it anyway <clears throat> 10 after you call, okay. you call her a jerk off I, I love her though <laughs> but she's a jerk off only I can call her <laughs> <laughs> you got a good yo you remind me of dudes like you, I fucking knew Fucking Nicky Potato Salad. Yeah, hey, listen, I'm not mad at Nicky Potato Salad at all. I'm a fan of Nicky Potato Salad. I hear you. Yeah, I knew some fucking fucking Joey killers. Drywall. Yeah, my yeah, I think I. Yo, Joey Walnuts though is a corn dog. Is he? <laughs> I don't know can fucking stuff a hundred hot dogs in there. Fucking, you know what's in that shit? Oh, it's fucking dead old ladies. <laughs> That's what's in bums like hobo boots. Fucking <laughs> monkey lips. Ugh. Of course, I would never eat hot dog. I'd rather lift the sidewalk. But 
<laughs> so, anyway, here we are in 2019. I'm yep. 57 and three quarters. All right. I have really good people in my life. Like, my, I got to shout out my boy Chris, Craig Weatherby, and we are the Good Life crew. They, they're about all, you know, positive, making dope, cerebral gatherings, and making good shit, and... You know, I just have a lot of good people. I mean, I have, my, I have, I have some enemies who are fucking... I can't wait till they walk under a fucking falling air conditioner. Right. Um, but for the most part, you know, then there's always corn dogs who pop shit on the media. It's oh. you know, on the thingy thing. Oh, I, don't, I, don't bother, I don't bother that shit. I don't even fuck. I have good people in my life. I'm grateful. And I know I'm a good person. Right. I know how to approach people. Like today, you heard of Julian Schnabel? No. You're a Jacob. I am. I guess maybe I'm a German. Uh, yeah. He's big in the art world. Huge. Okay. So I saw him. Well, I'm not Jimmy the artist. We came crawling and I said, hey, what's up, Julian? You know, you're friending your daughter. Oh, you guys are like, Yo, can I take one flip with my film camera? Okay. See, I, I, I'm good with people, you know, and this, you know, here's the whole other thing. I don't want to get crazy, but the whole New Jack cornball. Yeah. You know, I'm cool with anybody who's cool. Right? Same like, here. If you come and exuding stank shit at me in my neighborhood and you're a New Jack, like, with no flavor. Yeah. I'm just like, yo. I, I go up to her and say, yo, bitch, don't ever fucking look at me like that again. Because right. I'm the fucking reason you moved here, bitch. Right. I leave them there with their mouth agape open. Like. <laughs> so, like, the whole new Jack Cornballs, I'm frustrated. You know, I walk around the village, I see a lot of my places that I grew up with are gone. Of course. Of course. You yeah, know that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know change is inevitable, but... The way it's changed, it's, it's corny. It's, it's soft. No it's flavor. Corny. Like no a lot flavor. of our mom and pop shops with flavor. You go into beautiful vibes. They got aced out. Like you know, fucking landlord greedy. Yeah. I blame Giuliani for like a lot of that, that shit. shit. Fuck yeah. I mean everything. Like he's this whack. whole area. And you this can tell he's fucking whack by what he's doing now. So yeah. he fucked New York up. And blah blah blah. So I'm actually. Not too many of my friends that I grew up with still live in the village. Right. Only a few of us. Yeah. So, and I have, well, I was going to bring this up. You know, I hang out at my local deli. Beautiful people. The Palestinian. Beautiful people. You know, beautiful. I love them. They're so nice. And we just goof on the, the, the fucking New Jack Rich fucking people walking. We listen to their conversations as they go into the trendy places. And the shit they talk about, I'm just like... There's nothing to it. There's yeah, I'm like, these guys are fucking idiots. They don't even know it. They think they're fucking hip. And they're yeah. just fools. Yeah. So... I listen now, to that shit all day long. Now... It was a while when I was really ranting about that shit. You know, fuck the new Jack Cornball. I even have a t-shirt. You saw me with the yes. t-shirt. Fuck. But I don't want to grow old standing on a corner with holding a bunch of shopping bags saying, shit is whack. Shit, right. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. So I'm trying to like, eight, I'm trying to phase out shit is whack, brush it off like dandruff and just, yeah. you know, Da, 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 doing it the peaceful way. Right. And, like, 
you know, I've had a couple of big shows. You know, in the photography world, you know, I'm kind of a big deal. Right. No, I'm just kidding. So, Wait, but you are. You're uh, humble, but you are. You know Milk Studio? Milk Studio? No, I don't. It's me. Hello. Somebody shoot me in the head right now. <laughs> Get the fuck out Taxi. Of here. <laughs> Yo, I breathe. Nah, that's a big, that's like the Madison Square Garden of like, photo gallery. So, okay. 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 Anyway, the owner of that, but he loves me because I'm not like the other journalists. Anyway, I had some crazy fucking cool experiences there. For my 50th party, I fucking. I can't drink tequila because I black out and I do stupid shit. I've had some historic, infamous. Ricky Owl moments. I could, I could bring you some people who will give you some stories. I, I, listen, I'll talk to anybody who has right. a story. Right. For a goof. For a goof. For a goof. I, for a goof. I, I do all this shit for I a goof. You. I love you for that. You gotta make a lot of noise. I know. It's alright. <laughs> so. I got your number now, though. Alright. Listen, I tell you what. Let's, Talk to me. Let's let's make this part one. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. Yeah. I like I like you. I appreciate it. I like you too, Rick. I'm gonna buy you an ice cream cone. I'm gonna like walk and talk. I'm gonna do this again. Okay. I like it. Let's continue this. Let's do it. I'm down. All right. Maybe I'll bring somebody with me that I'll be like, yo. Who's you, who are you, gonna, who are you I bringing? Might bring, I might bring the fucking the you Duke, got, the Duke of A Street, Chris Orlo. You got to bring a character. Yeah, no. we only hang out with characters. Yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. I only hang out with Cretans and characters. I can tell. Yeah. Were you in the Verrazano Boys? No. Hey, shout out to Caves and the whole yeah. Brooklyn crew. I love that. I saw that once. I loved it. The uh-huh. Verrazano Boys. Yeah, VB. They're everywhere. I loved it. I love Caves. He's old. I've always said to him that, seriously, whenever Cave walks into the into the scene, yeah. I just stop and I just look at him like, yeah, like dude is classy. Dude got swagger. He does. But you know, he's one of my hashtags. Subtly sensational. <laughs> he kind of dresses like my grandfather did. Right. You know, with the fucking Russian hats. And yeah. The, and the and the cop like the custodian coats. Of course. <laughs> Like like when the see wearing uh tougher than leather. Yes. And but I told him, you know, Mike <laughs> Were you, you in the Verrazano voice? You I just tell Mike, you had this aura about you. When I just look at you, you just you just kinda like command respect, but in a nice way. Yeah. And I love that about you. And I always thought you looked like George C. Scott in the face from the Hustler. Yeah, no, I know who George C. Scott is. General Patton. Right. Well, come oh, on, shit. man. I thought that was before your time. It is, but I still know it. But he he reminds me of George C. Scott. Did you ever see The, the Changeling? Oh, it's a horror of... movie. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's really it's like a ghost movie. Oh. But it's made creepy from the early 80s, oh, George God, C. Scott. I know. He was in the movie where his daughter got kidnapped by porno makers. That's oh, Jesus movie. Christ. That's it. He had to okay. go find his daughter. That was a joke. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Yeah, I had, I had caves on. Good, and, good. and I had his younger brother on. And uh-huh. I had a whole bunch of Lords of Brooklyn guys on. Scott. I like everyone in family. All the guys in this family look like him. They his do. His brothers, his sons. They do. It's a dominant gene he's carrying and throwing around. It's the nose or the face. Yeah. No shit. They all look the same. Something. Yeah. And his wife is a sweet lady. And he has, and he has a dope sweet. spot. The Brooklyn Firefly yeah. in Bay Ridge. Oh, I know. I, mean, I went there one night with uh, Tony Arcabasio to uh, give it a little... Yeah. Hey. Yeah, without a doubt. I did. I used to... Uh, I had a column called Leave the Gun and Bring the Cannolis. Yeah. 
Uh, and I did a whole, like, it was four, yeah, four columns a month. It came out once a week. I did a whole one on his tattoo shop. Nice. That's when he gave me this, yeah. The Made in Brooklyn. Yeah, loved yep. it. Yeah. So. Good shit. All right, so good. We can wrap All this right. up. This will be right. part one. Yes, I love it. And then we can do part two, without a doubt. I love it. I'm down so whenever. Well, let's make it happen quick so we can put yeah. it yeah. into session. Yeah, well, you can put part one out first. This one's dropping Sunday and midnight. Okay. What's today? Tuesday? Tuesday. So this yeah, one's put dropping it out. Sunday and midnight. And then we'll do another one. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, soon. Because right. I have one after you that's going to drop, and then, okay, and then I'm kind of open and free. All right, good. So whatever you want to do. I'm actually going to be a regular. I'm, I'm, I'm taking over. Dude, let's, let's do this. Let's do it. The most Yo, I have so far is... Yo, I needed a good chuckle today. You're good. I'm glad I could make put a smile on oh, your yeah. face. What's it's up? a little souvenir of my bike messaging days. I see. I saw that as we were talking. I looked up there. I see. Let me just round it up. Sum it all up. All right. Let's let's sum it all I'm up. I'm very dope. I'm very... Ricky I'm has his arm around I'm, me right now. We're very close I, to the I'm microphone. I happen to be very dope. And all right. I promise to use my acclaim constructively. Okay. As, as you should. As the cool substitute teacher, that's what I do. The Joint Chief of Snaps. Ooh! Which is my favorite moniker that you have, I think. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> That's it. No, but listen. saying that's so stupid. That was the best way to end it. Of course. Yeah, but yeah, nah, well, where did, where did they find you? Point? Yeah, where did they find Point? you like, on the Instagrizzle? What? Oh, the lazy hustler? Or yeah, the lazy the, hustler. The chunky uncle. The chunky no. uncle. The sloppy dove uncle. Yeah, sloppy. the sloppy bitch ass. No. <laughs> oh my. God. Um, nah, just the lazy hustler. But no jerk offs, please. And don't don't leave unfunny comments when you're trying to be cute. Yeah, stop trying please. to be cute. Leave that to fight. I him. hate that. Just be nice. Yeah, yeah don't, don't be a jerk off. Yeah, don't. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody relax. Thank you. You get it. I do get it. All right. All right. Until part two. Yeah. Thank you for your hey. time, my man. Thank you. It's a pleasure meeting you. Dude. Until next time. Dude. You're going to make me get open and break joys of tear. <laughs> Toy of tears of joy. <laughs> We're over here now. You're getting dumb dumb founded in. Nice.